0: Hello and welcome. Thank you for joining us today here at Elim Church as you join us for our podcast this morning or the afternoon or the evening, wherever you may be across the world. We thank you so much for joining us. You're joining myself, Reverend Ben Cooper, and we have Sandra Robson with us this morning as we get back into the position of the persecuted church or the suffering church. We haven't done a podcast for a few weeks, but we're back in the saddle and we are across the mics and Sandra is blessing us this morning. With some scripture and some information, this ministry that Sandra has is an is a enormous ministry. It is growing by the day, growing by the week. You know, the world of the persecuted Christian is a very interesting place to study. And today's title is Refugees and Bible Smugglers. You know, I think we may be in Open Doors or we in Release International. In both both today. Sandra, good good morning. Good morning lovely yes. to see you again sandra yes, lovely it's, to it's have good you to with be us. here
1: yes
0: yeah, we're back uh, very, we are back and you're busy. on the other side of the mic you've been really busy uh-huh. with work and everything yeah. just the general humdrum of life but here we go we thank uh, everybody around the world that listens to these podcasts we just want to say we are really blessed to see the thousands of downloads across the earth whatever your time zone is wherever you are today we thank you from the very bottom of our hearts as you share the stuff from Bud Sprout, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music and many other social platforms. God bless and good morning. Well, we're in. There we have it. The title. Yes, yeah, so refugees. We're in a very unusual position, aren't we, at this moment? Yeah, refugees.
1: Yeah, it is. A, it's a hot potato, isn't it? Really, it
0: really is. For it, our, it for our, really our is.
1: government, particularly. Yes. Um. But we last time we were looking at the top ten, and I had this mm. little book from Open Doors, and you and did. that was Afghanistan, North Korea, Somalia, Libya. Yemen, Eritrea, Nigeria, Pakistan, Iran and India. And all these places, people are fleeing um, for, for their lives in, uh, in many cases. And um, obviously we've heard just on the news about this earthquake in Afghanistan. Yeah, And that's going to affect a lot of people and cause a lot of upheaval. And of course, sadly, there's going to be deaths and mm. a lot of injuries. And we do pray for the rescue workers there. And again, we know that you know. Really pray for, for the Christian community there, uh, you know, that's underground, um, and some well, how it's been affected uh, because they won't be getting the help, um, you know. So, um, but pray for any of the workers and people, um, you know, uh, because they'll 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 be less less to receive anything. And um, of course, it's very dangerous for them to. Um, say who they are really so it's a very very difficult situation as we know um so that's one thing and uh this week i was looking at something and found out that it was refugee week um and so that's uh, an international thing and there uh, is um as a secular thing and also um a christian angle to it as well and um They've particularly uh, said for this year to be thinking about healing, and um, praying for people to be healed from trauma, um, from, you know, being a refugee. And um, so that made me think about um, Open Doors. We've talked about um, trauma centres and then the importance of it. So we're going to have a little look at some things from uh, Release International and Open Doors because... Um, Release International have um, done some articles in their latest magazine about uh, Christians having to flee because of um, violence, um, because of war, and and different things. Um, You know, in this case, it's um, the Fulani militant attacks in Nigeria and also in um, Burkina Faso. Um, So, we're just going to read a a few things there's there's so many um, eyewitness accounts here of things that are going on, we know there's been um, an escalation in the violence in Nigeria, it's even touching into the south, wondering if that's going to you know, make people wake up and see that it's on their doorstep because they've been very sheltered from it, um, you know, and whether that will uh, affect the way the government sort of looks at things and sees that this is targeting the Christians and it isn't just, um, you know, a a war about turf or, um, Mm. you know, um, other things that are being said that I'm going to read about. So um first one is about Daniel and he said armed Fulani militants attacked his village and they heard gunshots from a de- distance and his, sadly he lost his wife and five children in the attack. He survived with two children and he is now in a camp for internally displaced pe- uh, people in Kanduna State. Now, Kanduna State has been really targeted um, by the Fulani I decided to leave the community for the fear of another attack since they have threatened to come back and attack again, he said. We truly appreciate it and pray that the Lord will bless those organisations that have made it possible for for food relief for us. So he still wants to thank everybody. And then there's a lady, um, uh, Zugweer. Um, and she is also in um, one of these uh, camps. After our last meal, we went to bed. Um, when we heard gunshots in our village, we decided to run into the bushes for safety. While we ran, our homes were set ablaze by the attackers. My house, my hair salon, were burned to the ground. Since then, I've been in this camp struggling to survive. But she reflects on her present circumstances. She says, "God has used kind-hearted people to support us. It is my prayer that these evil doers who attack us will come to repentance." Wow! So, it's uh, thousands of people are now living in these camps in Nigeria. Uh, Five thousand people, including infants and elderly, um, are in very difficult conditions and release international have been visiting these camps and they've been um, giving rice beans sugar uh, vegetable oil salt and laundry soap uh, in uh, all packed in buckets and um, they've also been supporting a well-established bible-based trauma healing um, center and uh And then this person who's supporting, um, a minister who's helping, said, on behalf of the entire congregation and all the villages, we appreciate the support you have shown to us in Christian love. We are very grateful and we accept your hand of kindness with much gratitude. And then uh, a lady here, um, she's pictured here, her store was burnt down and her home. And um she says, "We were asleep at 11 pm. then we heard gunshots, so it's you know again the same sort of thing. I managed to run into a maize plantation. our houses were burnt. I lost my in-law and my son that night oh, i um this other lady, my house and provision store was burned after the attack um, they, I came to the camp just with my you know my clothes um major source of livelihood farming has been taken away from us and we cannot access our farms again for fear of attack we lack blankets to keep warm at nights. i am grateful to those who are thinking of us may god bless and replenish you oh um, dear sandra I've just so, been looking
0: through as you've been reading i've been listening and just uh looking through some articles on uh, refugees uh mm-hmm in the displaced church, in the world of the persecuted church, it's, it's always been there, isn't it? When, mm-hmm. And now we've we to have got this new word coming to the arena of um, when we look at the word refugee, you know, persecuted Christian, they've, they've been together, haven't they, for, for many, many, many oh, years, yes. haven't yes. they? It yes. just seems to be that there's been a highlight, doesn't there? There's been a highlight of maybe what we've seen coming across the channel, across to yeah. the from, uh coming f- across from Europe and everything. Mm. Um, but when you look in the Bible, when you look and you follow what we've been following for many years, the word refugee is has been alive and well for many, many generations, isn't yeah. it? So it's nothing new to no. the persecuted church, the, mm. the, the suffering church as we see this. But the, I believe this is a good time because the world is being alerted to how many people are displaced. Yes. Through religion.
1: Mm.
0: And how they're being stripped back, but how long uh, have these ministries that we're looking at been involved in this mission work that's been almost happening under the radar mm. but all of a sudden you know the world you know especially in the u k there's this big press for refugees and mm. and which is right and true and about time that um <clears throat> it was taken up most definitely but the in the world of the persecuted church, we have seen this for. From from Christ's days, yeah. you, you, the, the displaced Christian, the, the Christian that has been made a refugee, that has been martyred for their life, been pushed out because of their belief. Um, so this is nothing new, is it? No. This is just being accelerated. It this is a quickening. We are seeing, and thank God for massive. social media, because it, it's making it easier, accessible to get mm. the information. But... I'm afraid to say that this is never going to disappear, is it? This this is increasing week mm. after week.
1: And it's because of ideologies. I mean, mm. we know that in these areas where there are um, yeah. Muslims and this is, is the Amic, it's to do with this wanting to build the caliphate, seeing yeah, that sure. their leader yeah. return. And, and so they're yeah. wanting you know, to turn it over because they see Christians as the infidel. And unfortunately, um, I was hearing there's um, a guy just come back from Ghana and he was saying how the church has got mixed up with money. Yeah, most definitely. And um, and so he says, "Well, this is what they see." And so money. they just tar everybody with the same brush. Yeah, they yeah, think yeah. that the, these money, these ministries, are just there to get people's money, and mm. Um, mm. you know, uh, the p- pastors have um, flash lifestyles, and that uh, <laughs> you know, um, if you're you're to be blessed, you should be blessed financially. And then you you have the contrast of the the persecuted church you know, where they're rich in in their love, they're rich in the gospel, they're, they're rich in Christ. Um, and, and so it is that refining that's going on. You know, mm-hmm. it's terrible what's happening and it's awful and it shouldn't be happening and governments shouldn't be turning aside and, you know, yeah. um, not doing anything, you know. Um, and that's another point I'm going to come to later, what we can do. Um, but... As he said, there is a refining going on. Definitely, and this is what this lady says at the end. You know, um, where was it? Was it this one? No, it's the next uh, thing I was going to read out about. About Bucino Faso, and the violence came there in two thousand nineteen. And, you know, she says, well, how did it start out? It's definitely singling out Christians. She says they see the, see you're a Christian. They target the families. they you know, they kill people. They see them coming out of church and yeah. they target yeah. them. I see women who were covered. And then she says, for the first time uh, in 2016, I saw women who were covered completely in black with only their eyes showing. It was a sign for me that something was changing. Very soon, there were more than 600 jihadist schools in Burkina Faso. That's
0: a massive.
1: Yeah, 600 schools. And they were training normal people to become jihadist fighters. How did this happen, she says. And she says, well, it's the poorest country in the world. Literacy is low and unemployment is high. The people were ready to listen to the jihadists, she said. If you were poor and uneducated... Um, whatever they tell you you will believe and if they offer you money you will do anything
0: there you go
1: today she sees that uh, the same process of radicalization is taking place across the Sahel which is the whole of the African yeah. you know desert area um, hotspots beginning in different areas and when you look at the bigger picture you can see that they are connected and I believe that's to do with this caliphate um, uh. teaching um, I'm a little afraid now when I look at Africa, many people try to say that these are simply tribal wars. But so much what more. we see is mm. the radicalization of Muslims. The I jihadists said, yeah. are trying to make an Islamic state yeah. of, great, of great Sahara. It is very obvious that this is a religious conflict. But in the end, it says, in the middle of this trouble, God is at work. Suzanne said, the church is growing under pressure. And what had once been a a queasy mix of Amalemists, Muslims and Christian practice is now being refined. The church has begun to change. People are growing in faith and have courage to keep their faith. Um, In a peaceful country, life is easy. You can have a good job and still forget to open your Bible. So she said that's how (laughs) things were. Yes. But now people are recognising the importance and here you go the bible and i think that's you know thing that lord is saying you know about bibles and the importance of the bible and it remains uh, reminds me that freedom and peace must never be taken for granted. Maybe one day these could be lost even in my country. So what I see cha- challenges me to stay strong in my faith. This has become a wake-up call for the Christians in Burkina Faso. And it's a wake-up call for us all. The clock is ticking. Now, it doesn't say from She's from, um, from Poland. Um, oh. She's from uh, the Lady Susanna who's mm-hmm. working there, is from Poland.
0: So we have and, um, radicalization. We have uh, an interesting word that's coming to us, Bibles. I, I believe that this this is a serious move from the Lord that we've never seen before, where God is stirring people for for the word of God. I believe mm. that this is a global uh, move. I honestly do believe that. We, even within the UK, the word Bible uh, is coming up a lot. I really believe because of where we sit in the timeline of uh, the coming of the King of Glory, but when you look at radicalization and then you put money into the mix, then you put education and a lack of education. Mm. As you said, they're they're going to follow whoever if they're yep. making this look sugary and looking yep. s- looking sweet. We're going
1: to look after you. We're going to look gonna after do this. you. We're, we're going to supply.
0: We're going to do. We're going to help.
1: People don't really care for you. No, all they want is your money.
0: Come with us and you know, follow us. Gonna... We will give. We will give you hope and we will give you a future. Yeah. We will protect you. We will be your family. We will yeah. be. They're offering all this stuff. Absolutely. But with hidden agendas. Yeah. With these big hidden and agendas. Un-
1: unfortunately, people get into it and then they, they do, can't yeah. get out.
0: No, and they, you, once if you're they in, try,
1: they'll, they'll be killed themselves.
0: You're, you're taken away. And you can
1: see those things yeah, yeah, of yeah. other, mm.
0: you know. Past, other layers coming on board.
1: Well, h- how things have happened mm. in. Yeah. In I was just thinking parts. of uh you know, communism and other things oh, where yeah. they get into it and then they just can't
0: get out get out. It. Trapped. They're trapped. Trapped. Literally trapped in prison so within.
1: The only you know, the only thing they can do is cry out to the Lord.
0: Yeah, but god God is moving them. very powerfully, isn't he? God yeah. God is moving through this um instrument, the persecuted church, and I, I also believe that the the West West eyes. Will be being opened. I believe our eyes will be being opened to the persecuted church because of what is mm. coming our way and what is already on the shorelines of the UK regarding persecution. Not regarding the refugees. Not not even that doesn't come into this. But what is coming to the believer? If you are a Bible believing believer, you are having some serious issues that have got to be dealt with in your workplace. Within if you work whatever area of work you have. There is persecution coming to you as a believer against your faith. Really powerful times to be alive, interesting things that are going on. But as we look at this Bible smuggling, where does this come from? Is this going on?
1: Yes, and it's been going on a long, long time, and it's um, you know, I mean, it's the it is the foundation of Open mm. Doors. Um, That's how it started. People, wasn't it, the foundation. People don't know that. Brother Andrew, he um, took a trip to Russia, and while he was there, he he felt the Lord saying to him, "Strengthen what remains," and he said, "Well, how to do that?" And they believe that, that it's through the Bible. Because they didn't have Bibles, Bibles were being taken away. Printing presses were being um, closed, closed down, mm. and so people didn't have access um, to the Bible anymore. Uh, in so, like with the Iron Curtain, um, you know, Russia was a closed place, the Soviet mm. Union, and so um, this this lady um, has. You know, is really making a plea about Bibles and giving money for Bibles, and she has um, allowed open doors to. Now she's an elderly lady, and she's now allowed open doors to print her story because she was a Bible smuggler. Yeah, and um, mm. so um yeah, I just, I just what an in,
0: what an interesting life to be a yeah. Bible. Normally you'd think it would be about narcotics, pharmaceuticals, it would be money, it would be all types of things like that. But have a life of smuggling Bibles. What a fantastic press on life that is. Smuggling Bibles.
1: So this was in the 1980s. Oh, right, okay. That she was doing this.
0: Let's hear about, let's hear about this fantastic mission okay. that, that was smuggling Bibles.
1: So this lady was called, called Anne and she says the phone rang. And they said, Anne, we've been praying for you and we believe you're meant to be the next person to visit the Soviet Union's smuggle Bibles. Wow. It was early 1980s. And there was an invitation for a two-week trip to deliver 20 Bibles to Christians in Russia and Ukraine. And that's why it's significant. Because yeah. we know what's going on now in Russia, Russia and Ukraine.
0: Yeah. And in all fairness, what a low number. But... Mm. But so it's only twenty Bibles. Only rush twenty up to begin with. To begin with, but what a phone call as well. Yeah, we've been praying you, and we believe. Yeah, we believe you are. Yeah, that imagine person. taking up that mantle. Yeah, of saying yes, okay.
1: Yeah, but she said that she had been prepared. That she said that um, in 1964 she'd visited the Soviet Union with an ice skating group. And it had been an eye-opening experience. But at that time, she wasn't a Christian.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She said, I saw a lot of awful restrictions. We saw a lot of cruelty with the way they treated the people. It was a marked contrast to the other experiences on the trip, including a group dinner with the, with the leader of the Soviet Union at the time. Uh, so then she sa- said, "In Chris- at Christmas 1972, my my brother just <laughs> that year um and he'll be 50 this year so it shows wow. how, how long so um she said on christmas morning god sent an angel who pushed me out of my parents' home and took me over the road to a little church and she said i experienced, I experienced such joy and radiance of people there and she asked a lady what was going on. And they said, we know Jesus, don't you? And she said, by the end of it, she knew Jesus herself. Wow. And then three years later, she went on a mission trip with YWAM to 12 countries, including Russia and Ukraine.
0: YWAM, there's a there's a powerful ministry. Yeah.
1: And um, so she was bothered about doing this. She knew that there were risks about it and she prayed about it and she... And she got the verse uh, from Isaiah uh, 52 um, verse 12 and it said about God being her rear guard. Now that was very significant because Mm. she'd been given a coat and there were pockets at the back and between the lining and the inside and that's where she could put the Bibles. And so he would be her rear guard. It made for a heavy coat which Anne could not even take off on the plane. So she said, I had adventure after adventure, underground churches, secret meetings with believers to deliver Bibles. And she went with somebody else. So she went there, like, it's very biblical, in twos, um, with another lady called Ruth. And she says, sometimes we'd have to put coats over TVs to cover potentially hidden cameras or communicate in writing to keep meetings secret. On one occasion, they had to follow a little girl at a distance as she led them to her father, who was also smuggling Bibles into the region. Um, so she says, you know, to th- she's, well, she's very humble to think that she had a part in the fact that, you know, Ukraine... It has become, you know, the word of God has yeah. uh, really spread in Ukraine. And many of the churches have come together in prayer in this very difficult mm. time of this conflict. And she's just saying, open doors, want to see people meet Jesus. And she says, don't hesitate, go for it. So she's saying, you know, if it, call if you have a call to go. Calling. And um, not to here, but there no, are other places, other places where there's yeah. a need for Bibles. Also, you know, I know that money is hard pressed, but mm. God says he will give us our daily bread. Mm. And that's physical and spiritual and and people need their, their, their bread. They need the Bible. That is the, our daily bread, more than our, our sustenance for day to day. Bibles. God. Mm. The Word of God is so important. So, if you have any little, uh, I mean, I'm going to do this myself. I, I really feel um, very uh,
0: drawn, drawn to
1: yeah. to uh, putting some money and um, to for Bibles to get Bibles out um you know um uh, there's of, of the bible society there's open doors yeah. there's all sorts of different ways there's gideon gideon
0: yeah very um that's very powerful but we do the UK. we
1: we have a window oh. and we need to get those bibles out there's you know uh, people are looking for hope and people's hope uh in the persecuted church needs to be raised. And as we're talking about refugees, uh, I believe some of them will have Bibles and will have taken them to where they're going. Yeah. And they will be mm. um bringing that hope. And there are people also uh, we need to pray for the workers and partners that go out to these places. Mm. And they go on bicycles. And um I was reading this morning in this uh, extreme devotions and this is what brought me to talk about bibles was the fact that um this is from uh, a long, a long time ago um and then this one is could be fairly recent but this uh, this was uh, just a little um analogy first uh, about the importance of bibles so it says the the smoke of the train wreck was thick as cries of agony came from the sea of passengers who, whose bleeding broken bodies lay amid the ruined cars so you imagine this is mm-hmm. about life not about a train wreck no,
0: about but about life, life general life
1: among the wounded and dying walked a surgeon who was uh, un- uh, unharmed in the collision his luggage, however, had been lost in the conflu- confusion and he cried out, my tools, my tools, if only I had my tools. With medical instruments, the man could have saved many lives. With his bare hands, he stood virtually helpless watching as many died. Today, persecuted, persecuted church is like that surgeon. Mm. They have the knowledge and the willingness to save many lives caught in the wreckage of communism or Christless Islam or or other um, religion what they lack are the tools hear the cries of your brothers and sisters in captive nations wrote pastor Richard Wormbrand, who it was founder of Release International when he first came to the United States they do not ask for escape they do not ask for safety or an easy life They ask only for the tools to counteract the poisoning of their youth, the next generation, uh, in this case with atheism. They ask for Bibles. How can they spread the word of God if they do not have it? Christians in restricted nations cannot provide these tools for themselves. They count on Christians in free nations to help. Give us the tools we need, they say. And we will pay the price for using them. So that really, that
0: really... Absolutely uh, stops you in your tracks spoken, because yeah. Bibles, obviously, is the Word of God. We understand what the Scripture says about the Word of God and how important it is to study, to read, and to be into the Word of God. And I'm afraid to say that the UK is so thin spiritually regarding the Word of God but this is really interesting that this is happening at this particular point. I I honestly believe and I, I can see what's happening here. The persecuted church around the world is, is being fed with Bibles and the UK is hitting and will hit a famine point, a real dangerous point. So everybody that is listening to this, I would urge us to pray for the UK as well, that mm. the UK gets into the Bible
1: yes. because
0: we fall into a very dangerous bracket with no biblical we are so lacking bible teachers real teachers of the word of god this is fantastic yeah. smuggling bibles and giving bibles to the persecuted church is really needed and we need mm. to pray like never before because the atmosphere i don't like to use that but the but the feeling the understanding the the weight where we sit within the heavens and the coming of christ this is end time yeah, prophecy more, this is this is very serious and we thank god for the bible yeah. smugglers and for the word that is getting out but the uk we seriously need to pray very interestingly just coming off off slightly off of where we are targeting this conversation but at the very beginning of lockdown i had a clear word from god to remove all literature from this church that was man driven and only have bibles on the shelf we are living in and that was very beginning of lockdown now we are hearing, and I know that Bibles are being smuggled into areas that we never thought that you would get to, but what we have, we have this massive press of Bibles going into all the world, and the mm. UK is suffering desperately. We need to pray. As we pray, everybody in the open doors, everybody that listens to all this stuff and what we're involved in, the UK is biblically illiterate. You know, we <laughs> please God, you know we are looking at across the world, we are looking smuggling the Bibles all, all around the world when actually we are in a desperate position as well. Very interesting, Sandra, that you've been led to Bibles, you know, mm. the persecuted Christian. What does the Christian want that is persecuted? The Word of God. Yeah. When there's persecution, when there's heavy persecution, God God gets you the Word. The Word comes to you.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. we, and we
0: haven't experienced persecution no, yet in the no. UK. So when it hits hard, yeah, there will be a famine.
1: Yeah. I mean, I was speaking to a missionary the other day, and um, hopefully it'll be able to say more. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and he was saying what's most difficult for him was coming here.
0: Coming from here where to he had the been. UK. Yes. Exactly. And he
1: said... Well, he didn't have words. No, because he, you can't he word this. He was really struggling. Yes. He said it is such a mishmash of everything. All sorts. He, 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 he left, um, was it 30 years ago? And he's just had to come back because of COVID.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: And uh, some m- months and
0: so what we find? So
1: he said, you know, he's been out of the country thirty all years, these years. All these years, and he's had
0: to come back, and he's living, and living where he's been living, yeah. experiencing persecution yeah. at higher levels of everything. Yeah, the presence of God is moving absolutely. out there, and then he comes back comes to the back UK, here. and it's like walking into a mortuary, spiritual mortuary. Yeah, it's dead.
1: Yeah, he virtually, yeah, he virtually did, yeah, he said that, and it's, he's, he's, he's sort of desperate to get back out again.
0: Because, yeah, because that's
1: where, yeah. you know, it's going on.
0: It, well, so that's very um, interesting. You yeah. know,
1: so that was a bit sort of...
0: That's, that's heart-wrenching, isn't it? That, yeah, that's hard to hear.
1: You know, but I said, oh, well, yes, you know. So, um, I mean, I don't know, you know, which which church is... is I think they're moving around to talk mm. to different churches while they're here, um, but...
0: Even if you drop into many different denominations, I got, we've got to be careful with this conversation because I don't want to come off. But, but as it's Bible-relevant, it is relevant for every denomination. As soon as the church, the denomination, comes away from the Bible, it, it ceases to be the church. Mm. So we are very thin, as in Bible-believing churches,
1: Yeah, but what he was saying again, which is what I've always felt with this and what the Lord said to me is, this is what we're talking about, is yes, we want to pray for our brothers and sisters, but it's a two-way thing. It is a two-way. And the fact is, this is, they're helping us. They're They're saying, oh, well, we're we're just like you, we would, you know, and then it came and and persecution came. But it's preparation. And everything is preparation, and we are are blessed that we have all this preparation. Like he was talking about what the things they do, and and I'm thinking, you know, need to start be doing these things, you know, and taking this really seriously. I know I can be complacent. I'm, I am get so busy with work, mm-hmm. you know. I don't make that time for the quiet time. I. You're praying in the car, going to work, and sort of remember and take, turn off the praise music, and think, you know, I should pray. I'll do, some, I'll pray now, and and yeah, getting the, getting into the Bible. Of course, the enemy wants to make you tired and yeah. distract you with yeah. this thing and distract you with that thing. And um, even yesterday, I mean, I was at school and they were talking about uh, children making goals. It was very motivational, but it said about making plans and making goals and that if you don't actually make steps to do something, you'll never do it. And I, I thought, yeah, you know, it's the same thing. You sort of say, oh, yeah, we'll do that. But you got to, and it's saying about work and that it was saying about you have to be committed and you need to put work in. Effort. And effort. The Bible you know, says to
0: be eager, to be um, hungry yes. and, and to be eager. and that's what they were eager. talking
1: about for the children Eagerness. in in, in, get, in getting their dreams. We were saying dreams are not, you know, nothing. You know, nobody will reach their dreams unless they actually think, OK, what do I actually need to do? Am I going to take that half an hour to do it? And it's the same with the Bible. And, you know, it's so easy just to think, oh, well, you know, I'll do this, do that, and then I'll do that. But here people know and you know that how precious that time was that they had to um, spend with the Bible for God to plant those seeds his word um, in their in their lives because it has been their lifeline when yeah. things because we don't know it just happens just like that just like, like they that. said they went to bed one morning and the next the next thing they were running in the bushes and they haven't got anything. You know, and, and it is. it is, And and I, I do think it's a warning. I do think it's a, come on, you know, um, don't be complacent. I mean, is it to do with the virgins and their oil? You know, some had their oil and they were ready and the others weren't ready. But I do feel there's a real urgency um, about about this. Um, a very
0: big urgency. You know, and, um, and, this is, this is and global to do what well. we
1: can yeah. a, as well. Because I've got down here about... Act, you know. Yes, pray. Yeah. Pray for the the healing trauma centres and uh, but for there's the workers. Be an action, faith in act, action. Yeah, act, it, uh, act. MPs, freedom mm. of religion and belief, ministerial, fifth to sixth of July. I mean, I haven't um, done the uh, the little postcard. I am going to do that today. Yeah. That's on my list of things to do. Um, uh, so then. Um, And there's information on how to do that, how to get in touch with your MP. It is important. There are so many things these MPs are looking at. But as Ben has said, you know, they are looking about refugees. And so this is, you know, they'll think, okay, yeah, maybe I do need to. This is linked um, because they were saying that... um, the, the three things they want to get over to MPs: are Islamic extremism, that they're being killed, and also displaced.
0: Yeah. So,
1: and then gender specific, specific uh, religious persecution about women. Uh, so yeah. that's another thing. And then digital persecution in China, in India, where um, you know um, cameras and all sorts of being yeah, surveillance are being used um, to target Christians and minority groups. Um, so that's what they want to get across to MPs and we do have an opening at the moment Um so that's happening so pray that MPs will get involved if you can um, send a, a note to your MP email to your MP then do um, and then as I say Bibles that's the whole thing it all comes back all my little lines here from what I'm saying all come back to Bibles and and um, that one of the ladies said isaiah 40, uh, 31, um pray that we will run and not grow weary and Amen. these are the these yeah. people like Susanna, who's gone out from Poland to help these people Amazing. in Burkino Faso yeah she's saying, pray for me you know that I will run and not grow weary that I'll be able to minister, give the word and and provide you know for these people' And this lady, right, she, um, it says, um, she was on a bike and then she's on a train and she went miles. She walked and, and paddled a, a wooden boat to get to her church meeting. She planted three churches, um, but she knew that they needed Bibles. She went 300 miles, three consecutive days to get to Homing City, where she knew some Christians from um, another country were going to be there to to bring Bibles. Um, and they asked her, how old are you? And she said, I'm 22.
0: 22 years yes. old. Yes. Travelled all that yes. distance for Bibles to deliver, to get and you you, this these are only small stories that they're not small stories these are only isolated individuals and there is so much activity going on about bible smuggling Mm. bibles getting in people receiving you know so what we have is a very interesting moment in time snapshot we have the word refugee is getting stronger and getting higher across the world we are also seeing amongst that we are seeing the the persecuted christian that word coming amongst that but now we have something that is very powerful that is very key to the center of this but it's being highlighted bibles so -hmm. when you put the three together you have the early church you have refugees Mm -hmm. you have displaced christians you have the word of god that is the church of jesus christ that is it that is that simple the three fundamental points of if you are persecuted you are a real believer of jesus christ if you are a refugee to some degree and i do believe that we will start seeing it being turned on certain areas within the uk and if you are lacking and you are struggling to get a bible to get the word of god this is real christianity we we are there there is a massive turn coming to the UK and I can tell you it's not a revival turn it's it's about are you going to be for Jesus or you are you, yes or no so free area Sandra's mm-hmm. bought, and they are very biblical refugee we we understand what that means and a persecuted christian we get that and then the word of god so when you put the three foundational Um, areas together and they link and they come together almost like a collision at that point you have the the church of jesus christ the church has always been displaced the church is always hungry for the word of god and you could say there is a refugee moment in someone's christian lifestyle where you've been ostracized and put aside and you're losing everything you will lose everything drop your nets come and follow me leave your house Let the dead bury their dead. There is so much going on across the globe because we are living in end times and Sandra's brought so much stuff to the table today. So there's a lot, lot to get from. So Sandra, very quickly as we bring this just to a pause just for a short while, how can we support, what is the route? What is the best way anybody can support if they think, Do you know what, I, I would like to just put a little bit of money into maybe uh this mission, Bible smuggling, release international, you know, just go onto the sites, go on to the usual places.
1: Yeah, you know. Um, first, you know, pray and the Lord will lead, you know, and um you might see an advert or hear something if you listen maybe to Christian Radio, U C B or Premier. You might hear something on that if you're in this country or wherever you are, you know, um, the Lord will lead. Amen. I mean, it might be that you have a Bible yourself and you give it away to somebody, but, um, you know, um, act. If you have time, write a, write an email, as I said, to your MP and tell them about this, uh, event happening on the fifth and sixth and say, you know, how, how you feel that's so important. Mm. um, and um yeah so so that's it really strengthen what remains that's what um the word was for brother andrew it was um strengthen what remains and so that's what we're to do strengthen what remains in whatever way so it can be through prayer through giving mm-hmm. yeah or um, through bibles
0: that's it and also just to drop another quick one in there the voice of the martyrs as well yeah um you know bible smuggling we are living in end times we are living in really powerful times sandra we thank you so much for sharing everything could you just pray us out of the studio please
1: okay oh lord there's just so much going on lord um but i thank you lord for your direction lord i thank you Um, for the ministries that you have raised up for these days Lord um, that there are trauma care um, centres for for Christians to go to that you are working amongst all the wreckage Lord that you are bringing um, that refining and bringing out um, the gold of of, um, you know a true true faith and followers of Jesus, Lord. And we want to stand with our brothers and sisters, Lord. Um, we want to help in whatever way we can, Lord. And we pray that you will just show us in these days what that is. And Lord, that we won't take for granted what we have and that we will use it well. And we will really um, appreciate your word and um that we have a bible and um yeah we will remember those who who don't and we will pray for those who are uh, bringing the word of god in different ways um protect them look after them um and may they be um successful in in smuggling in the bibles where you want them to be taken in jesus name amen amen
0: amen amen god bless you May God bless you wherever you are across the world today. May the hand of God always be upon you. You've been listening to Sandra Robson and myself, Reverend Ben Cooper. We thank you so much for your time. Thank you to everybody that listens to these podcasts around the other side of the globe, New Zealand, Australia, and all the other places around the world. And we pray for every one of you. Thank you so much for... For listening for downloading, may you have a wonderful day in the name of Jesus. But we are living in critical times, and the time is to get into the word of God, to get into the scripture, to get a Bible, to get a Bible. If you live within the UK, I can assure you we are in a very spiritual desperation. We are in a a point where the church has to rise. And I'm referring to the kingdom of God. And we are going to see the kingdom of God rising, not in revival form, but standing firm on the word of God never give up there's hope you can find us on buzzsprout iheart radio you can find us on alexa you can find us on amazon music and you can find us on so many other social platforms please share all this stuff out give it a shove give it a poke give it a push all over the place wherever you are today have a wonderful day and god is with you in jesus name amen